And I went all in on just being myself. Now, I had never met this couple before. Uh, he owned an insurance company, like a local a farm bureau agency. I wore shorts. I think they're probably basketball shorts. I wore a t-shirt and I had slides on. I always wear, I wear slides 90% of the year. And so I, <laughs> I, put my, I just put myself in that outfit. And I was like, if these people want to work with me, they're going to get me. All right, welcome to the Tactical Agent Podcast. This is the inaugural episode, and what we want this to be all about is helping you see the real estate business differently and take a different approach to growing your business in a way that will be enjoyable and long-lasting. And no, that is not an ad for (laughs) any male enhancements. I'm Mike Edwards, and this is... Chris Fisher, and we are the tactical agents, uh, self, self-appointed. self No one started calling yes. us that. We, we we created the title, and this is the first of uh, many episodes to come. We are going to be, obviously, wherever podcasts are heard, which is primarily in two spaces in this day and age, and that is Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you're hearing that in those places and you like what you hear and we feel you feel like you're going to get some value out of this, uh, then tell someone about the show, subscribe to the show, hit the plus button so that it automatically downloads. And uh, at the moment when you feel like we have given you value, then please leave a rating and a review so that that's uh, your way of saying thank you. If we add value, we don't want to we don't want to say guarantee that we're going to add yeah. value or not. Uh, but that said, uh, let's get into the show. Let's, uh, I don't know, we, we say we're tactical agents, but what, is that, what does that mean? And I think both of us came to this whole concept of being tactical because we just didn't like the traditional way. It didn't fit for us. Right. And... So what what was your experience in getting your real estate license and what when did you what when did you realize man I just don't like how business is done in the real estate world and and feel like there's got to be a better way. Yeah, you know, I think it comes back to just just the background and you know where I came from and um you know I I have a strong sense of like wanting to help people and when I first came into the business it was all like how can you get people to do what you want? How can you, uh, you know, not necessarily manipulate, but how can you, you know, convince people and sell people and, um, you know, cold calling and door knocking and, um, you know, all that strategy where it's, you know, it's this mindset of, I have to go take, take, take. And, you know, I, I didn't really like that strategy. Um, it didn't really jive with who I am as a person. And when I got to the point where, you know, I started feeling uncomfortable in real estate and I, you know, not that being uncomfortable is a bad thing, but I just didn't really enjoy the business. And then a couple things happened and, you know, I started realizing and and met some really influential people who thought a different way. And, you know, when they told me, you you know, you, you can work with people you know, like, and trust and, and build your business base that way. And, you know, 
I started thinking a lot about how to do that and how I wanted that to happen. And when, when I started doing that, I think, you know, like I told you when, when I first, you know, said, Hey, you should get your real estate license. You know, it's, if you do this business the right way, most of the time you're just drinking with friends. And, (laughs) you know, once I figured out that, you know, I could make a living that way, it was, it was pretty much done, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I came into the business in 20, I mean, there was a, there was a a longer period of time where you were trying to convince me to get my real estate (laughs) license. But once, once I did, I immediately, you know, started asking around, oh, well, uh, who knows a broker, that kind of a thing. I I felt that I didn't want to go to the big box brands. Like I, I felt that I already knew based on my personality that I probably wouldn't jive there. So I wanted to find a place that I felt like I could fit. And so I asked around and of course uh, someone was recommended to me and I don't, I don't fault. Um, I'm not. I don't carry bitterness or resentment or, or negative vibes toward anybody that I've worked with. Um, but when I entered into like a boutique brokerage, then like the first day that I went to the office, I already felt so out of place. I, I did because it was like, okay, these guys have pictures of like cars on their laptops, you know, Lambos and different stuff. That's like what they want in life, I guess. Um, which just wasn't my vibe. You know, the, the, the clothing choices, the, the environment of, all right, here's this list of people. Let's cold call. Uh, let's pump each other up to do that. And that kind of a thing, that whole salesy environment just wasn't for me. I was like, and I I hung in there. And when I actually helped someone, uh, my very first clients, which is sad to think about because it was like a referral from Quicken through the broker. We had like this uh, deal. And so at the end of the whole thing, I hear here, here I was as a new agent excited for my first commission check and 67% of it. (laughs) before any of my expenses of driving around showing endless houses because I was brand new. So like, of course, yeah, of course I'll show you 37 houses on a Saturday afternoon. Why not? And uh, so I drive all over God's creation. But once it closed, it was awesome because I had this young couple first, they were, they were getting married first house, starting the new life together. And I was like, man, that felt really good to help this couple. What I really wish I didn't have to go through all these other steps to get to the point to where I feel good about this. Right. And that's when I think for me, I was like, there's gotta be a better way. And I remember kind of expressing that to you and you saying, well, I think there is. And both of us started going down this path of, and here, here's a, Here's a little bombshell. People might tune out after this, but we're both former cops. So you you were a cop for what, 12 years? Yeah. Right. I was, I did 11. So both of us have this experience in um, being t- tactical as it were, right? Like in the police world, you have a traditional approach to situations. And then when you run into difficulty with the traditional approach, you call in people who are specialists at coming up with a different approach to the same problem. Right. Uh, to solve it safely, solve it fast, 
as possible. You know, we call them people SWAT, special tactics, right? Right. So we started talking about, well, maybe there is a better way <laughs> that we can take uh, this path. Because when we say tactical, people think like, what are you doing? Ho you know, selling homes at gunpoint? Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it might be easier to do th to do it that way. <laughs> Whatever but works, no, we're, man. Whatever talk about works. <laughs> we're talking about uh, just, just thinking differently, having a different approach. Uh, and having a more relational approach. And so I think it was, it was probably over some bourbon that, that we came up with the idea that if we're, if we're feeling this, especially from our background, and both right. of us come from the same background, both of us have found some success moving into this real estate world, but both of us feel there can be a better way, then surely other people have got to feel this. And as we explored that, what emerged on the other side of that was what we call the tactical agent academy or the tactical agent system. And again, we're, we're not saying that in the traditional real estate world, in the more sales driven environment, that you cannot succeed at that, that you cannot meet your goals there. We're not saying that. We're just saying that for a lot of people, they're, they think that they can't reach their goals because they have to go through that process of being salesy or engaging engaging people in that way, all cold calling, all, all paid lead gen, a lot of the things that we've come to, to expect in the real estate world and think, think is a must-do or think is a non-negotiable when in reality, you can take a step back and have a completely different approach. So for you, what what did that approach become? How did you start to turn that corner? Well, you know, in the book, we talk about um, the avatars that, that people build for what they envision a real estate agent is, right? And like we all have those stereotypes. We have those stereotypes about everything in life. But when we specifically think about what it is a real, a real estate agent is, is like little things for me, like I took, I, you know, I had a, a really nice Jeep. Like I, I loved that Jeep. It was the best car I ever had. Like people loved it. People, people identified me based on that, on that vehicle. And you got the special secret wave. You could, uh, right. You yeah. Waved yeah. I got, I got to wave people, the Jeep <laughs> wave, but you know, I eventually realized that I'm way too big to be driving around a Jeep. But, um, at the time, you know, I sold that Jeep. And the reason I sold it was because I needed a sedan so that I could drive around clients in because that's what real estate agents do. Now, I've been doing this a while now. I've sold a whole lot of houses and I've had exactly one couple in my car the entire time. And they were from out of town <laughs> and they didn't want to rent a car. They were just like, hey, come get us. Okay, cool. That's yeah. what I'll do. And, you know, they rode around in my pickup truck that I drive now and were perfectly fine with it. They didn't care what I drove, you know? Mm -hmm. So... Um, that was just like the first thing that, that I did that was a traditional, like I've got to have, you know, a, a brand new, you know, nice sedan. And, um, it, it was like, I drove it around for like three or four months and I was like, I really hate this car. <laughs> and I, I really hate the fact that I bought this car just to, what was it? It was a, what was it like? a Kia Optima or something. I don't know. It, it was a nice, like it was a nice car. I think yeah. you drive one now, but um, yeah, yeah. They call it the K five now. But right. Yeah, I have it. Right. But for me, like I'm six, five, I weigh 
at the time, you know, 300 or 275 pounds. And like, it's not a sedan's not a car for me. Right. And it, it doesn't fit my personality. Like it's not who I am. You know, I, I, I run around like do woodworking stuff all the time. I'm constantly going and picking stuff up in my truck. And like, I'm driving this little sedan with a small trunk on it. Like it, it just, it made no sense whatsoever. And when I looked at it, I was like, this is dumb. Like, why am I, <laughs> why am I doing this? Right. And ended up selling it and getting another, you know, Jeep or whatever. But, um, that was, that was probably the first time I realized that I was allowing those preconceived notions about what a real estate agent is to influence me in the way I did business. Mm -hmm. And, and I was hurting because of it. Like, it wasn't like, it didn't hurt my business, but it hurt who I was as a person. And like, I was not being true to myself, uh, Mm -hmm. in that way. And, once I started realizing that is I started looking at other areas where it was happening. Um, little things like door knocking, like I, people told me I should door knock. So I was going around to neighborhoods and knocking on doors every day. Like I'm a six <laughs> foot five, 300 pound tattooed bald man. Like who's going to answer their door for me, you know? And I was like, why am I doing this? Um, but you know, and then I realized too that, there were certain steps that I was taking. Like my first clients, I got really lucky on my first clients. I was out previewing homes, ran into somebody. They happened to be from Alabama too. Um, they were like, hey, can you show us this house? Because it was an open house. The agent had closed the open house and left. They didn't like the house. They ended up buying another one 24 hours later. And that's how I got my first deal in my first two weeks of being a realtor. Um, and like I like telling that story and everybody's like, oh, that's cool, man. You were doing the work you were supposed to do. and you found... But those people weren't a good fit for me. Like we, we should not have worked together. And mm-hmm. when it was over, they never returned another one of my calls. They never answered. Like I sent them birthday gifts, never got a response, nothing. I went by and tried to talk to them and they were very cold. And like it was like they hated my guts. And I, I don't understand why because we got along really, really well. And we'll talk about later the fit test, right? But um, they would have never passed that fit test because we just didn't have anything in common. You know, they were Jehovah's Witnesses and a couple other things that were just vastly different than, you know, me. So they didn't want to associate with with me because I had a different religion with them is what I ultimately figured out. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I took it kind of personal there for a, for a while, but ultimately I figured out that, you know, they needed somebody that for a long-term relationship that more fit whatever their ideals were. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I think, uh, I think that is sort of like the, the tuning fork for this, for seeing the business differently is like, do I actually enjoy spending time with the people that I'm helping? Mm -hmm. Right. I think it, the, the more that expands in our life and business to where, I integrate everything with people that I actually want to be around and they actually want to be around me. When that happens, then it's it's definitely not work anymore. Right. right? It, it's um and and it's possible. I remember for me, again I described sort of like going to the typical even though this was a boutique brokerage, they still kind of ran things very very salesy. And again, we want to be really clear that we're not saying that you can't go door knock or that you can't cold call or that you can't pay for lead gen and reach your goals. We're saying that that, that is how at least 
of normal real estate agents do it because the the facts from from NAR are that 87% of realtors quit before they even renew their license, right? So a lot of people try their hand at this. And my contention is, my belief is that the reason most people quit, and I, I say this with all things being equal, because discipline is an issue no matter what approach you're taking to the business, but is because they just don't enjoy it. And if they could just see that you can actually still help people with one of the biggest financial decisions of their lives, moving and owning a home, owning a different home that's of, of more value or whatever the case is, if, if you enjoy the end product of helping someone in that, you can, with a different, looking at things differently and approaching it differently, you can enjoy the process to get them there. And for me, that that hit home when I kind of took a break, man. I parked my license because I was like, I, I just don't enjoy this process because all I, I was told, he, here's how our brokerage works. You open this app and you get leads. We pay for leads. They come in and within the first two minutes of getting that lead, you need to reach out and call them, right? And you, so I'm cold calling essentially all day long. That's how I was going to get, get business. And I just hated it. And so eventually I did a few transactions and I'm like, okay, this is more stress than it's worth. And at the time I was still working as a cop and I was getting so much money sucked out from brokerage and lead costs and lead gen that I was like, I could make this much per hour by just working overtime. I don't need to do this stress. Like this is just stressing me out. And then I parked my license, so I kept it, but I just, you know, parked it. So I was paying, you know, like whatever, 75 bucks a year to just have it. And I had a someone reach out that says, hey, can you help us? Are you still in real estate? I remember you saying that you went into real estate and we're looking to sell our home and get a new one. Uh, sure. You know, and I went and met them. And I went all in on just being myself. Now, I had never met this couple before. Uh, he owned an insurance company, like a local a farm bureau agency. And I was meeting him and his, um, his significant other at his office. And I just freaking doubled down. I wore shorts. I think they're probably basketball shorts. I wore a t-shirt and I had slides on. I always wear, I wear slides 90% of the year. And so I I put my, I just put myself in that outfit and I was like if these people want to work with me, they're going to get me. And I uh, I was sitting in the office, was talking to them, and I literally just I put my feet on his desk and said if this any of this bothers you, I'm not your guy. I'm really good at negotiating. I'm really good at understanding what's going on because I, and he he had been a, a cop as well in his previous career. So I said, I'm really good at detecting bullshit. I'm really good at negotiating. I will help you no matter what it costs me. I, I'm on your, I'm on your side. Um, But if, if you're looking for a realtor that looks the part or plays the normal part, I'm not your guy. And we shook hands and now now we share office space where friends he's referred me business and that's right. where it all began for me. I was like, holy crap, I can be myself. 
I can hang around people that I relate to and that I like and the feeling is mutual and we can do business together. <laughs> yeah. And then then it, then the question for I think both of us when we both sort of realized we can do this differently was like okay, how do we systematize this? How do we have an approach that's like okay, how do I replicate this? How do I take this experience and parlay that one into the next one? You know, what does that look like on social media? What does it look like on how I treat my clients? How do I update my clients? What does it look like on, you know, how to let people know that <laughs> I'm a real estate agent or how do I grow my business, right? And that's where we started putting pen to paper, um, drink bourbon, make plans. I think it's right. like our, our life motto. And yeah. we came up with the tactical agent system. And you referenced a book earlier we did we do have a book out i think it's 99 cents on kindle we didn't write it to make money um it's called the tactical agent and so if you if you want to go on amazon and grab that you can get a physical copy if, if that's what you prefer um but you can get it on kindle right now 99 cents and it, it'll give you if you read that you're going to basically un uncover what we're all about <laughs> like yeah. we're going to talk about this stuff on the podcast we're going to take deeper dives and obviously like as time goes on, we'll be adding more, more content, more value uh, around the business. But that'll give you a good overview of that. And I guess at the end of the day, we just want to offer you hope. If you're a real estate agent, you 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 just listen to this podcast. You happen to stumble into this, and you're like, you have felt this. Like, you're like, man, I I like the freedom and flexibility that I, I've been able to create with my business, but I'm just not enjoying it and it's creating more stress than maybe it's worth and you you have silently or out loud said to yourself there's got to be a better way um well we we have one we have a we have a way that we believe to be better um a better way to see this business a better way to approach it different kinds of steps to take to build a business that will be long lasting and enjoyable uh so I don't know. I don't want to drag out our, our first episode, but um, I'm excited for where this is going to go. Our, our next few episodes, you're going to you're going to hear from us talking about the paradigm shifts that are necessary to to move the needle from traditional to tactical. What does that look like in really practical ways? And we believe that it begins with the way that you see things. So your your paradigms, how you view the business, uh, needs to shift before your actions will change. Otherwise, we'll just kind of like default to that. You got any uh, final parting words on this first episode, yeah. Chris? Yeah. So um, what? I, there's another thing that really got to me uh, when I was first starting this process is when they were encouraging me to do cold calling. They kept saying, well, you have to get over your call reluctance. You have to get over your call reluctance. You're afraid to call. And I, I was thinking, you know, afraid to call. Like, I'm not afraid to call. It just sucks. Right? <laughs> like, um I don't mind calling people, but like how many times, like how many times you want to get hung up on and cussed out and screamed at? Like, yeah, okay. I get that there are people out there that like get off on that and will go and, you know, they go for no or whatever. And that works great for them. But f for me, it was just like, this is not how I want to live my life. It, like, can I do this? Yes. Do I want to? No. Mm -hmm. And 
there are probably a lot of people that are going to check out this podcast and they're going to feel the same way. And they're, they're going to feel like they ha- or they've been made to believe that they have to get over their reluctance of doing a certain task. Listen, there are a whole lot of different ways to make money in real estate and to be successful. And I know real estate agents that are selling 20, 40 million a year just through their sphere that don't mm-hmm. do anything other than talk to people. And there are, you know, all those people are in the 10-7 project, but that's besides the <laughs> Well, yeah, you bring up a good, uh, just so that you guys know, because if you're, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, which I didn't even think about adding that, I, I just put our socials across. So on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, you can find us at The Tactical Agents. So at The Tactical Agents, and on Twitter, it's just Tactical Agents. On YouTube, I don't remember what it is, but we'll, we'll, we're going to be putting this show on here. But I, I just just thought about the fact that when people see this, they're going to be like, okay, clearly they're promoting something <laughs> called the 107 Project. <laughs> like, what is this all about? Okay, so when we started when we started this approach and we sort of like, when Chris and I each respectively had become six-figure agents on our own in our own businesses by sort of sharpening uh, this process... And thinking, okay, now we're in a position to where we we feel very confident we can help other people do the same thing. So we began that project in the fall of 2020. And the 10-7 project is our attempt to help 10,000 cops, veterans, and other public safety professionals supplement and replace their income through residential real estate. So we currently have probably close to 160 agents nationwide. And yeah, the mission is 10,000. So we got a long way to go. But it's not just for them. This is where the tactical agents come. So for people that don't fit that bill, but who still want to take the same approach to the business, tactical agents has been born. And we want to be able to help as many people as we can see and engage in this business differently from a tactical approach. So yeah, thanks for listening, watching. And again, we don't want you to leave a rating and review if you don't feel that we're adding value, but if if we did, and if we do, that's the moment you're like, yeah, I need to tell somebody about this show. I need to tell other agents that I know that they need to listen to this. And uh, if you wanna reach out to us on any of those platforms, feel free to do so. We're very accessible and interested in helping you succeed. So with that, we thank you guys, and we will see you in the next episode.